Inside the Cave now brings you the official store to get all things Cave Crush and Inside the Cave at CaveCrushShop.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Cave Crush and like our Facebook page, Cave Crush Shop. Hey, yo! Y'all ready? It's time to go inside the cave. Inside the cave. With CB. Joe Dirt. Big Dog Said. Cousin Lamar. International D. Cat and Belly Bell featuring Roland and Charles Heard. Inside the cave, mother. Here we go. Welcome back inside the cave, inside the cave podcast.com. Facebook, like us. Please appreciate you. Go to Facebook, check us out. We're going to do more posting on Facebook. And also leave feedback on inside the cave podcast.com on each show. And please, I need to understand this. Uh, our breast of inside the cave show is doing numbers like we had a special guest on there. And I didn't promote it, didn't do anything special. So I don't. Know where these listeners are coming from and how you found us or why you chose this particular episode to listen to. I'm not complaining. I just want to know where did you come from and what's going on. Uh, this is the best episode so far I've had uh, maybe two or three, maybe better. But so far, this is like the best episode of the year and I don't understand why. But I'm not complaining, just... Uh, Leave us some feedback. Tell us why you like that episode so much. All right. Got a good show today. Load it. Change up the lineup to keep things going smooth. We got some new additions and stuff happening in the next coming weeks and everything. All right. I am CB at I'm the real CB. Is, uh, who's here today? Joe here? Oh, uh, EMIA. All right. So, Big Dog, the Southern Baby. The lovely, the beautiful, and the talented cat is back. Hello, gentlemen. What's up, cat? Yo, yo. And the Cleese Report podcast coming soon. Uh, what am I supposed to say? I don't know what, what, what I'm supposed to call you. <laughs> Rolling. Rolling, okay. Like right. the Cleese Report. Just rolling from the Cleese Report. Yeah. Okay, all right, all right. Just making sure. Just making sure. All right, man, we got, we're got we loaded today. Uh, well, uh, Cousin Lamar is supposed to be here, but since he ain't here, we're gonna we're doing listeners' feedback first now. Oh, first of all, before I get into that, um, apologize. It wasn't up yet, but please go to cavecrushshop.com now, and uh, the new Save the Kitten shirt will be up. Use the promo code CAT, and it will be up. I couldn't find the file. I just recently found the file that that uh, the other guy, Roland, uh, made for. So, but it, it will be up uh, now. Now that you are listening, go there right now and uh, purchase a shirt. Proceeds, twenty percent of proceeds go to uh, the ACS. All right, uh, we're doing listener keys, listener feedback first. We're gonna get rid of last week or previous episodes first, and then uh, we'll get into the show. All right, so here we go. Got an opinion? Let your voice be heard. Want to change the direction of the show? Talk your sh- Tell us how you really feel. 
I might just say how I feel. Listeners feedback with Cousin Lamar on Inside the Cave. Alright, this is from a new listener, Cynthia. We need to teach our young children, both men and women, how to treat each other. Cool. Uh, this is from John. I actually found this funny. John says, listening to the breast of Inside the Cave, CB the 90s called and asked for their jokes back. Quit ripping off South Park with the breast jokes, or was it Beavis and Butthead? But the Rolaids joke was funny. Uh... I thought that was fun. That was fun. Hey, John, here's the thing. I didn't rip that off from uh, those breast jokes from uh, South Park. I ripped them off from wrestling. I'm a big wrestling fan. The Rock used to do shit like that. I got that from uh, The Rock. Like I said, I'm not a comedian on this show, but I do like playing one. All right, here we go. This is from Nina. Do you all listen to Cat or just talk around her? There's a lot of passion in what she is saying from a mother point of view. Seems like you all were taking the conversation serious, but looking for a punchline, too. I don't know what episode she was listening to. Uh, CB, every episode. No, Nina, they do not. <laughs> no, 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 no. Last episode, we took you way more than serious. So, I mean, uh, we might disagreed, but uh, we took you way more than serious. serious. You take me serious enough. You take me serious like like a sore throat, you know, like it's bothersome. Sore throat. So it feels a little bit better, but in real life, like cat, cat is, I don't know. I feel like, especially listening to shows that I'm not here, that I don't get taken seriously a lot. Uh, I know, stop. right? Cue <laughs> the harps. All right. This is from Lance. Now your ass want to edit. What conversation you edit from Joe and Big Dog? And was that hairstylist letter for real? She went in on y'all. Uh, we're not supposed to talk about uh, the conversation Joe and Big Dog had, so I can't talk about that. Oh, as far as that hairstylist letter, yes. Some lady from named Bonquisha sends in feedback, and that was a very long email. She took the time to send that out. And she really wants to know what does a mistress get. And Boquisha, if you listen to this week, I will tell you what mistress gets later on in the show. Uh, Carol, you all should try listening to each other more, especially when talking about serious topics as a young lady being found in the freezer. I think all sides brought good points, but the main point should be teaching kids to be more responsible. I agree. Anybody got anything on that? 100% agree. Yeah, about sums it up. Sherry, long-time listener from Texas. Uh, yeah, she doesn't say anything in a while. Listening to your Breast of podcast, y'all are so ignorant. Funny thing is, Big Dog feels like more of a judge than that lawyer you have on from time to time, which she will be back on in a couple episodes with her father. Uh, which episode did Joe do the dirt sheets with the dogs barking in the background? Put that on your next best of show. Too funny and irritating. Uh, I, I was trying to find that episode. I cannot remember. I remember Joe doing a dirt sheet with some dogs or something. But I can't remember that. You guys remember what she talking about? No, I'm not exactly sure which one. How do you think she feel about you being a, a real judge? <laughs> I don't know, man. Somebody got to maintain order around this motherfucker, you know? Uh, 
You do I like you. You, uh, do, you do act like the oldest. <laughs> hey, I thought he was on. <laughs> for the record. Hey, I, hey, I tell you what, Roland. I may act the oldest, but I damn sure don't look the oldest. Oh, I will say that for CB. Hey, for the record, Cherry, I thought Big Dog was the worst judge. I thought he was totally one-sided and uh, didn't really anything that me and my lawyer Joe had to say uh, last year when we did that segment. Hey, man, you still have to come to court. Hey, that segment is coming back soon. I'm actually going to be taking your ass to court whenever we get a judge I can trust, big dog. I got some beef with you. Last but not least, uh, Troy, how can I feel about the story now that the full story came out? I'm assuming he's talking about Kanika Jenkins. Cat? I mean, I feel the exact same way, and my message is still the same as before. As parents, we should be more involved in our children's lives, and even if they're, you know, 9 or 19, we should know where they are and what they're doing. So regardless of if she walked in there by herself or if 16, uh, you know, um, ISIS members handcuffed her and put her in that freezer, it's still where, you know, we're the responsible adults. and. Unfortunately, there weren't any there to double check for her. So regardless of, you know, the story isn't over because we still have teenage daughters out here and it may not be a freezer, you know, next time. So I think the lesson we need to remember from this is that we should be very involved in our children's lives and always know where they are and possibly, you know, sponsor a party. It doesn't have to be, you know, ratchet, but bring the kids to you. That way you can keep an eye on them. Uh, I'm going to make this real quick. Uh, Kat, right after the show uh, last week, we had a conversation. And I'm curious to know how you feel about this. Now, we focused last week on young men and how they treat ladies and stuff like that. And we sort of sounded like we were victim uh, shaming this lady because we didn't know the full story or whatnot. Uh, I want to ask a woman this. Cause, and this my wife does the same thing. And Roland told me that. He knows women that does the same thing as well. When we all know if a woman, if a man takes advantage of a woman, we feel bad for her. And, you know, when we say, how could she be so stupid? That's victim blaming. But when these NBA players or rich people, rich guys, or just, yeah, comments or something just happened um, in the news, right? If they get set up by a woman, and he ends up losing his family or losing a whole bunch of money and stuff like that. The common theme I hear from women is he's stupid, but he was taken advantage of the same way a woman could have been taken advantage of. Nobody- 100% agree. I 100. I think that a girl. Many of us are very guilty of victim shaming. You know, we hear about a old lady, old lady getting her purse robbed in the grocery store. We're thinking like, why she have a purse on her shoulder? Like. We're very quick to go to what a person should or could have done, like we would have done it in that situation. But yes, I totally agree. If uh, a man is with a woman and she violates him in any way, then we shouldn't be sitting here looking at this nigga like, well, man, you know, you knew better. Like, yeah, we all know better. And as humans, I think we've all experienced a moment of, you know, shame where we've done something and then it came back to bite us in the ass so we all can relate i think to that feeling and so um victim shaming and and i and i'm saying it because it's a new term but i think it's a new concept for us as well 
to understand what victim shaming is. Victim shaming is telling a 13-year-old girl, like, well, you shouldn't have wore that short skirt so your teacher wouldn't have thought you were attractive. You know, it's like telling telling a, a woman who gets drugged by someone in her drink, that, well, you shouldn't have been at the club. Like, putting people in instances where, yeah, we shoulda, coulda, woulda, but I was violated in the meantime, you know, that that's kind of victim shaming. And I, I, I feel like, a lot of times we we're very quick to blame the person who got hurt. You know, if a if, if a kid falls off a slide at a, at a park, we like, well, where was where what was he doing? You know, and, and I'm saying I'm trying not to say black folk do this, but I think we do this a lot. Where yeah. we go, you know, well, what was she wearing when she got raped? And it's like it doesn't matter what she was wearing; she yeah. shouldn't have to be worried about getting raped regardless of what she's wearing in a perfect world you can do whatever you want i guess but when somebody violates you you know you're a victim at that point yeah i just want and i just want women to have that same energy when when men get taken advantage of because the flesh is very weak it's very hard though cb to ask that and not take a step back on shaming women you know when a man cheats on his wife and then he says to everybody, well, she wasn't giving me none. Niggas nod they head like, oh, okay then. You know, like it uh, suddenly it makes sense. Suddenly it's her fault now that he made a bad choice and vice versa. So I think we have to be careful to, you know, put ourselves in a, in a person's shoes. And this is like level three thinking. I'm not, I'm not assuming everybody can do this. Right. You know, be careful about trying to blame the person whose feelings got hurt. Like, there are victims in every action. Somebody gets a consequence. And, you know, like like my, I know an old lady, she used to say it's bought lessons and taught lessons. Some, sure. lessons, some lessons we could buy with, with, you know, our time, our energy, but then some lessons we gotta learn. There is no price. So let's, let's understand that we all gotta, you know, get our lessons taught and about you know all right that was our listeners feedback hey um now normally after listeners feedback i i I drop in a couple racially insensitive jokes uh i'm not gonna do that this week i'm gonna make this is real quick i i I am gonna do something so somewhat racist but i want everybody can participate in this now you guys are not gonna believe it you guys i i'm i've been on record first of all let me say welcome in charles Hurd. nice to see you again brother uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, also, let me just say this: I, I've I've been on record that I am not the cool one on this show. I I do not keep up with reality shows. I do not know anything that's going on in today's hip hop world. I don't. I'm I'm out the culture, as as someone told me. One of my friends said. So, I only watch the news. That's all I watch is the news, twenty four seven. ESPN, CNN, and Fox Sports News. That's it. That's it. But so it's it's amazing to me when I hear hip hop slang in news programs by commentators that I'm not for sure if they even know where these slangs come from. And I know for sure that their audience does. So what I'm going to do, this is going to be like a little quick game. Cat, I hope you're there, too, because you all can participate. It's going to be real quick. I'm just going to give you examples of I've jotted this stuff down of slang in the media by the white culture 
and they're saying this and I know for a fact that they don't know where these terms have came from and maybe you guys can just go ahead and, and tell everybody where's where's well, I, gotta, I gotta be you know devil's advocate how do you know for a fact CB I know for a fact that their audience <laughs> don't know where this came from Sid I'm glad you're here you can participate in this all right so this is real. Thank you, quick. thank you. This is real quick, all right? Where uh, I'm doing, I got, I'm, I'm doing slang terms that I hear in the news that I know the audience that has no idea. For instance, I just heard on CNN. No, uh, sorry, this was on Fox. The commentator said Trump claps back at his haters. Now, would someone please tell us <laughs> what does clap clapping back mean? <laughs> You all know what clapback means, right? Who wants to tell? Say you want to say what clapback means? Uh, basically, he responded. No, 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 no. What does clapback mean? What is the original meaning for clapback? Shoot back. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They're using these terms, and I know they don't know. Here's another example. Heard this on Fox. Heard this on Fox News as well. Well, we all know who the Republicans' plug is behind the whole campaign. <laughs> Anybody want to tell us what plug mean? Because I know they don't know what this, they're just using these terms, and I know they don't know. <laughs> What's to say? Anybody want to say what plug? Oh, you want me to just tell? You mean just, like you, the, you, uh, you sound good, man. Roll with it. You mean like the plug's lawyer? Exactly. Oh. <laughs> A double plug for the plug. The plug. The plug is the dope man. He's the one that's, that's supplying the city. And you, these people are using this term like it's like it's sweet. Here, here, here. Oh, this man. this one's really gonna blow y'all. And I heard this on CNN. I got this written down. The demo, the Democrats need to go back to the trap and cook up some more ideas. I can't make this stuff up. Who said that? This is this happened on the Don Lemon show about three weeks ago. The Democrats need to go back to the trap and cook up some more ideas. I can't make this stuff up. Yeah, you can. <laughs> They're really saying this stuff on the news. Look it up. This is on the Don Lemon show, eleven o'clock. The guy with the afro. Now I'm not hey, saying he don't he know. Don't, I'm not he saying. I'm not saying he don't know what it means. I'm saying the audience don't know where this stuff comes from. You guys, big dog, you know what the trap means. Tell everybody what going back to the trap and cooking up something means. Uh, I have no idea what you're talking oh, about, sir. Okay. <laughs> He almost got himself indicted. Uh, this is why I be missing the show, CB. Because okay. you foolish shit like this. This is so dumb. Is you, mad, you mad or no that people are trying to relate to the younger generation? Because all my son's friends, white or this is how they talk. This is how. They're using terms that I know for a fact they have no idea what these terms are about. They have no idea. Just for instance, like oh, two boys on two little two two boys on the bus. They had the makeup on. You know, they were very beautiful boys. And the one Caucasian boy said, "I'm finna go get my face beat tonight." And I understood what that meant, but that's new terms. Funny, I'm talking makeup. about professionals on TV. No, but see, your problem is you don't watch Love and Hip Hop, and they do. Okay, this is the last one. People talk. This, 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 I don't this happened. Said about vernacular in this day and age. This is from Jesse Waters. He said the five. This is he said this last Thursday. 
on Fox News. The five is moving back to its original time slot, and it's going to be pure dope. I use dope in email. Cat, you are not on Fox News. You are not a Caucasian female on Fox News. Hey, hey, CB, CB, as long as they don't start playing in the background, y'all niggas move that dope. <laughs> as long as they, because you remember that one news program that had the old lady that still drove her old Cadillac and they and they was playing that song. It was dropping all the in, in bombs. Am I the only one that's amazed by that? Yeah, yeah. I, this, this, this has no relevance to this podcast, if you ask me, and it adds no entertainment value. All right, here we go. Let's get into this. Around the cave. Uninterrupted, undisputed, and unedited. It's time to go around the cave. Y'all, I was at a funeral on Saturday, and the lady that I went to the funeral with, she's planning a funeral right now, y'all. Her her loved one passed away. So that's a double funeral, y'all. Like, I think it's very important, and people say it very cliche to hug the ones that are here. Don't send me flowers after I'm dead. And all of that is very cliche, but in reality, you know, I feel like I'm being presented with death a lot on the internet. I look on my Facebook, I open it up, and I want to see like you know happy things, dogs and births of babies. But I'm seeing this this sad story about this young lady and. You know, uh, the, the autopsy of the little baby found in the in the couch. Her autopsy has come back and it's been ruled a homicide. It's just sad, sad, sad. And now to be at funerals and go to another funeral, like it's it's overwhelming. So I just want to throw that back out there. It is cliche, but hug the ones you're next to. Uh, it's a lot of people out here. I know some grown people who have like beef and I'm going to need for you to grow up past beef and get real and reality says like we lose people every day and you know the same goes you're not a you're not a, a body with a soul you're a soul with a body that you forever live on but you know somebody that passed away recently that i know he left behind many sons and one thing that he left with his sons was love each other because those boys are sticking together so i want everybody to just remember you know every day is a promise Hug your your babies, your parents, your mothers and fathers, like hug them. Uh, you know, thank you for listening to this podcast. I mean, you know, it might sound silly, but this is part of our legacy, our existence, our voices that you hear. We're what will be what's left of us after, you know, our soul finds a, another body. So, you know, I appreciate everybody for their feedback and you guys, I appreciate you all. And I do want everybody to who listens to this show, go hug somebody because it's very short out here. Dad, if I was right next to y'all, I'll hug you right now. All right, Roland, who you got? All right. Um, I wanted to take it to a lighter note, and I wanted to break down this female rapper slash model situation. Okay? So, basically, if you haven't been hiding under a rock, and I'm sure that many people will make him their kill yourself and start over, the Kevin Hart situation his mistress or side piece or extortionist has made her, has revealed herself with the, with the famous lawyer, Lisa Bloom. Now she has said that she's not an extortionist and she's not a, uh, a, a hoe or a stripper. She is a recording artist and an actress. Now 
if you are moving more visual than audio, honey, you a model. If you if I see you on Instagram and I don't hear no music, but I see your ass, you a model. Who said that? <laughs> and if you are not on IMDb, you are not an actress. So stop it. Oh, Quit it. Quit it. I am so tired of these bootleg wannabe recording artists slash I love hip-hop, loving hip-hop artists. They're killing me. Listen, take your craft serious, get mm -hmm. out there, put out a good product, and stop showing me your titties and your ass. Because that's, that's not what I'm coming there for. boy, Ron. I wish I would have said that. All right, Sam, who you got? Uh, you know, I, I ain't really got nobody, but uh, piggybacking off a little bit of what you was talking about with the uh, news anchors using excuse me, better known as black terms. They don't know anything about uh, appropriation of black culture among people. You know, this this is nothing new. 90, 90% of the world is, the music in the world is derived in some way, shape or form from hip hop, which is a black culture. So when you hear people using them terms, when you hear people, especially professionals on TV, you know, the way our president is, you shouldn't be surprised by anything anymore. Uh, just know they ain't doing numbers still in our culture, man. And it's been happening for years and, and it'll continue to happen. So we, we just need to be aware. a boy. All right, uh, dog. I'm good, man. I don't have one this week. All right. Uh, my Around the Cave is actually going to be a uh, quote of the week. And it's going to, uh, this week's quote of the week comes from the beautiful white Nubian queen herself. Nina K, and, and she tweeted, and I quote, if he has loving father, devoted husband, and God-fearing man in his bio, he is a trick. <laughs> now, a couple weeks ago on, this, on the Inside the Cave, I told you all I found out what social media is all about. And that most of the women on social media are selling pussy, and most of the men are buying pussy. That's right. I said it. So stop me if you heard someone say this before, but another celebrity who has a happy life, happy wife on social media got caught being not who he is supposed to be. Who said that? God, I love it. Man. Now, unlike most people, I'm not going to get on Kevin Hart for what he's done because I don't care. What I want to do is help the young guys in this situation. And young guys, you can learn from older guys because older guys have figured it out. After all their years on this on this earth, they figured out that we were taught as younger younger men to get as much pussy as we can without giving up anything. Get as much pussy from as many women as we can. Don't pay for nothing. Don't buy nothing. Don't treat her good. Just fuck, 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 fuck. And I have seen all the biggest players come and go. They've all fell down eventually. Some of them live good life, but they all fell down eventually. So I, CB, leader of Inside the Cave, is telling all you young men, learn from the older men. Pay for the pussy. Just pay for it. It's a business transaction. If all you want from a woman is pussy, just pay for it. Money is the dirtiest object on this 
planet. That's what it's here for. You can learn this from older men. It's always cheaper to pay for it up front than on the back end. Learn from the examples I hear. Alright? I said it before. The world is filled with tricks and hoes. And I'm just talking about those that I know. And that is around the cave. For the record, CB does not speak for the whole staff of Inside the Cave. <laughs> you got that shit right. I should be. That's hey, hey, hey That's I think by now the listeners already know CB has. He's a uh, self-proclaimed leader, and uh, hey. he only speaks on behalf of himself. That's gems, baby. I'm giving love today, man. That's gems. You could take that knowledge to the bank, brother. That's gems. I'm telling you, man. Pay for it up front. It's cheaper. It's always cheaper to pay for stuff up front. Jesus Christ, all this stuff, all this, you letting these women take all this money from you. Pay for it up front. It would be cheaper. This is making a business well, transaction. Well, before before we move on to the next step, segment, I will say this, is that the old school player and today's player are two different things because the old school player didn't have social media to deal with. He didn't have, he didn't have high tech. He didn't have high technology cell phones and things of that sort to have to deal with and, and evidence and all of that stuff. But I will say this, that I think that if I was to agree with your statement, <clears throat> I will say this, Trey Songs has, I seen some Trey Songs uh, uh, text message transactions and uh, he not playing. He definitely, he'll put them in a the plane in a minute and fly them right back to the crib. That's what you're supposed to do. Derek Jeter done it. Everybody, that's what you're supposed to do. Kobe says Shaq did it. I'm, I'm gonna put it like this, CB. If you're a player, first of all, you can't have no conscience. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and you really uh, put it like I'm this. About, I'm talking about money, though. Hey, it, it's, it's all gonna add up in a second. If you're a player, you know everything is out in the open, so you don't have to worry about being extorted. You know what I'm saying? But if you're a cheater, that's a whole nother thing. So I think a lot of guys think they're players, but they're really cheaters. There's a difference. Either way it goes, it's cheaper to pay for it up front than on the back end. It's gonna cost you one way or another. This is old folklore that told these guys out here, don't pay for a woman, don't give a woman no money. Bullshit, every guy has to pay for, pay for a woman. It's, 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 you're gonna pay somewhere down the line. Pay for it up front and be done with it and move on. TV. If your daughter gives money to a man for his company, are you okay with that? My daughter's seven, so I can't think like that. Ask me in 10 years. Oh, oh yes, you can. <laughs> she's not going to be seven for long. She'll be 17 when you blink. So I'm just asking, would you like for your seven-year-old daughter to save her nickels and dimes and give it to some boy in school? I, I, I'll wait until she has breasts and and and. and he doesn't can... need breasts. These little. If, if this is the way you're talking now, and I'm, see, talking. I'm 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 sorry. I'm sorry. I'm gonna go there. CB, like, are you even like thinking about like karma? Like you know, everything you speak into existence is gonna come back. So your daughter is gonna take care. You want your daughter to pay for a man? 
I'm talking about boys paying for a girl. I mean, that's. So you want your daughter to accept gifts and money solicited from a boy in exchange for sex? I, I did not say that. Who said that? Did, did I say that? Did I? Say, I don't remember saying that. Did I say that? I'm, I'm putting your daughter in said, you know, equation. So if A times B equals C, I'm putting her in B. Does that make B the same? Just don't give her no B. That's all I'm saying. I, I think what CB trying to say the ones that know that's what they're there for. You know what I'm saying? Like if you know you're not in a relationship and you just a jump off or whatever. You know, it is what it is. I'm talking to boys. I'm not even talking about girls. I'm talking about boys. I'm saying. There's a differentiation. There's a hierarchy of boys. No, I'm telling boys, because we told, growing up, I was always told to get as much as you can from a woman, but don't give nothing. And that's bullshit. Give her something. And if you, especially if you want to get rid of her real fast, give her a few dollars. Get what you want, and then she get what she want. Everyone, every woman. I mean, I know this is truly unrealistic. It's not unrealistic. Every woman has a price. They stop fucking so much. No, come on. We challenge men to stop being so promiscuous. Like, I think women would change if they couldn't get dick excessively. Yeah, do you know what they do? They start nibbling on each other. That's what they do. So are you doing this out of fear that some woman's going to nib? Like, I, I just want to throw it out there. Like, CB, why don't we teach our sons to be discerning of the pussy? Why do we teach our sons to get paid for the pussy? Why aren't we teaching? Because, I mean, I'm sure if you had a son, you'd love him dearly and wouldn't want him to put his penis in any kind of swamp. Well, I do. I do have two sons. I do have two sons, Kat. And I want... One day my sons are going to be older, and and I'm going to tell them, look here, man. If you ever get out, if you go out of town and stuff like that, hey, it's probably better. I know what you're going to do. I know what you're going to do. You're going to be out there chasing the holes and whatever. Like, so instead of teaching your sons to just be careful about who they stick their precious dick in, you're saying, man, I know you're going to fuck. So fuck discerningly, like. I Pay think it would be a better message to our young men. But they're not going to do that, Chad. That's not realistic. Their money into pussy, they should invest it into something else, right? Like, why pay a bitch when you can, as you have done, I'm very sure, married a woman, you have accessible pussy too. Yes, but until you get to that point, it took me 28 years. Or 27 so, years. You what teach I'm, what I'm your son from birth since it took you 28? Okay. Do you want him to take 26? Like, I'm, I'm not challenging, but I am. I'm just Nothing. throwing out there. Instead of teaching your son to spend money on that, isn't there a million other investments you could teach him to put his money in instead of bitches? Well, pussy don't cost that much. That's what I'm trying to... That's the point. <laughs> Why would you teach him to put money into something that's free? <laughs> no, it's not free. That's the that's the seed. That's the no. No, it's not free. It's not free. If it was free, some woman, a good girl out there, would explain the game. And I think that's the difference. That's that's the difference between what says. You know, some niggas are cheaters. One thing a pimp didn't do is he he never left his bitch out in the open, wide open. He got in her head enough. That she understood he was devoted to her. Now it could be to her and six other bitches, but it was devotion to her. There was something a pimp had to give the hoe. 
You just can't give them money. Are you serious? I'm not. I'm not. Uh, own money. Like, that I'm not raising pimps in my house. I'm just raising regular good gentlemen, and I'm telling them when they're out there. Gentleman doesn't pay for pussy. He yeah, doesn't oh, have to. All yo, gentlemen yes, don't gotta pay for pussy, and yes, I've yes. given enough free pussy to know. <laughs> you should have got paid for it. Right? You should have got. You should know your worth and got paid for that in some kind of way. As a matter of fact, I knew my worth, which is why I knew sometimes you gotta give a little to get a little. No, no, you're no. You're a fool. You're you're setting yeah. them up to get played. TV. Head is going for hundred and fifty dollars now, cat. I don't know if you heard. Head for free if you know, my nigga. No, 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 no. It's no such thing. That's the problem, cat. That's the problem. You pay for it, no, 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 no. You pay for it one way or another. There's people in trouble right now. There's a right now who would rather take me out to brunch and show me a good time instead of handing me his last money. Like, are you serious? Like, but, but, hey, but, cat, but, cat, but, cat, but, cat, but there's, but there's ten other dudes looking for an Instagram Gmail account to spend that that C note on. A Hotmail account, actually. That's what they sell sex on Hotmail accounts. Yeah. Oh, no, they switched up. They got Gmails now. Is fuck. And I don't want my daughter to fuck with any dude who pays for pussy. Oh, well, then she's not going to fuck with any dude because all the, all guys in some kind of way or another. Has for every Inside the Cave listener, those who don't have to pay for pussy, it's please not... write in and let CB know it's completely possible to Look. not have to financially or emotionally front every woman you come across. Discernment is valuable. Any man that has had sex with any woman in some kind of way has paid for it. Not true. I don't want to disagree with that. Thank okay. you, please. Not true. Thank you. No, sir. Always, there's no. always exceptions no. to the rule. There's, there's always exceptions to the there's rule. Yeah, you but can't for say, the most part. That's not an absolute. absolute. That's not an absolute. For the most part, though, you're going to pay in I some see where kind of way. Listen, I see where you're going. You get in the room. Right. Take your gas out your car. Right. We got Cat's Corner coming up, so I know she got to leave in a little bit. This we can keep we can continue this cut. But I really want to get these uh this feedback from a couple listeners that send in questions for Cat's Corner. But uh let's move on then. She said pay for the pussy, pay for the pussy, wait for the pussy, wait for the pussy. Ain't God to forgive me. Cause I pray for the pussy, pray for the pussy. I thought provoking ignorance with special guests and cave crush interviews. Inside the cave. Now that's how you podcast. Inside the cave. Are you enjoying this episode of Inside the Cave? Well, get your ass up and rate us on iTunes. Inside the Cave Podcast. Five stars or kill yourself and start over. Get the latest in cave fashion at CaveCrushShop.com. That's CaveCrushShop.com. Follow Inside the Cave on Instagram at Inside the Cave and at Cave Crush for the hottest women on the planet. Like Inside the Cave on Facebook, Inside the Cave Podcast, and follow Inside the Cave on Twitter at Cave Crush. Inside the Cave. Thought-provoking ignorant guy talk with special guests and Cave Crush interviews. Need some advice? Talk to the only woman allowed inside the cave. It's time for Cat's Corner. 
Uh, listen, this is Cat's Corner now. If you guys been listening to subscribe to the show, I've put on there for all our female listeners. If you have questions for the guys, send it in. So uh, we do have people that have sent in some questions, and Cat uh, will read it, and she she will ask it to us, and then Cat will give her feedback on it. Oh, I can't read it. I don't have it up, CB. Come okay. on now, you have to read it. All right. I mean, no, I do everything on this show. I mean, Jesus Christ. Jeez, I mean, only, God, I mean, what do you guys do without me? You know what I mean? I mean, what, what do you, I mean, Jesus Christ, what else do I got to do? Put on, put, on a, put on a good show. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even find it. Where the fuck is it? I can't find it. All right, here we go. Um, all right, here we go. So this is from uh, Michelle. Now, Michelle usually gives us feedback uh, constantly. Hey, hold on. Off the record, I will edit this out. Cat, do you know this lady? No. You don't know anybody named Michelle? Because she's like, I know a lot of people like you, but she like overly likes you. And I know I know a million bitches named Michelle. I don't know that Michelle. Okay. Though. All right, cool. All right, that's off the record. Remind me to edit that out. All right, here we go. I notice all the men on the show are fathers, correct? How do you all feel about other men's help in raising your children if you and the mother of your children are not together? Also, how do you all feel about raising children from a previous relationship? Who's going first? You talk. Go ahead. <clears throat> well, I've been in both situations, and I think that um, your immaturity or your pride can get in the way of if you're not with the mother and somebody else is trying to be a father or a stepfather to your kids, you can get really sensitive about what's being done inside that home. Generally, emotions are still tied to the female, and then you you just want to still be in charge. That's what any real red-blooded man wants to be is in charge. So I think it's difficult. So it takes a real mature man to allow someone else to raise his kid. Um, I'm also currently in the reverse situation where um, I've, I've raised my boys and now I have two stepdaughters. And um, I've, I've been raising them for seven years. And um, their dad was cool with it. I've been a really good dad to them. And I believe that I don't even call them my stepdaughters. A lot of people believe they're just my daughters <clears throat> because I don't even use the word step. Um, once you come in this house, you belong to me. And I tell them that all the time. <laughs> and they, you know, and something tragic happened to their dad. So, you know, I may never be called dad by them, but it don't matter to me. They're still my daughters and I love them the same, just like I love my boys. Sid, dog. I mean, damn, bro. <clears throat> I mean, you know, the, the reality is, man, if you're not with the female and, you know, if she gets in another relationship, it's going to be another man involved. I think the problem comes in is when uh, it's a lack of communication. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I mean, you yeah. got to have you got to have feedback and input. It really depends on you. You know, if you're not in the house, um, it's only so much you can be there. But if you're there, uh, when it really counts, as long as you're not excluded, you know, in any major major um, decisions or or whatever, you know, it it, it can um. It can work out as long as it's a level of respect. You know, he has to respect you as being their father, and you got to respect the fact that your kids are in another man's home. Yeah. So I'm a, I'm the complete opposite. You know, I'm the complete opposite. If, if, if there's any advice I can give to anybody young, it'll be, 
you know, if it's any way possible, try not to get no kids by somebody you're not going to be with. <laughs> That's the truth. Because no matter how you want to slice it, you and that person are family, whether you fucking like it or not. So you can make it easy or hard. Either way it go, you family. That's just what it is. Yeah, that's, that's for life. That's... It ain't. It ain't like it's gonna end. You know, that's that's for life, bro. You know, every uh, every event your kids have, when your kids have kids, grandkids, you got two motherfuckers that's bumping heads and can't be in the same room. You are gonna miss out on a lot. Yeah, yeah I'm only on one side of that coin with a with a stepson. I. You know, me and my old lady, we going through something, but I, I, I don't know. I Like, the, the, the key word that Roland said was the pride thing, trying to put that pride aside. And, like, dogs, they just realize it's only so much you control if you ain't in that house. And, yeah, that that that, that lack of control, especially over your kids, that's that's well, that's just something that it's going to take a shit ton of maturity and, and, and being an adult about shit to get past that. You know, raising my stepson, that... I, I don't really feel like it was an issue. I mean, his dad was never around, was never accountable for anything. So I, I didn't have no pushback on that end. And like you said, you know, I raised him as my own since he was four. 17 now. So <laughs> eight, 18 your, now. That's your son. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. And most people, most people, the thing I get when I speak on his name, because like you said, I never spoke, spoke on him as my stepson, but people because he's i'm young and, and he so it was like damn how are you when you had him? you know because nobody you know i don't refer to him as a stepson mm -hmm. so yeah that that you know shit goes sideways with me and my lady yeah that's gonna be something i'm gonna have it's gonna take some serious getting used to another person trying to trying to rip you know at, at the end of the day when you're under somebody else's roof you gotta play ball by their rules. Hey, yep. Don't put don't put your hands on my kids. You got an issue or something needs to go down to that magnitude. Y'all need to call me and like dog said, communication. Communication yeah, and communication. respect, bro. That's yes. right. Don't don't cross the line that ain't supposed to be crossed and then I won't cross the line that ain't supposed to be crossed. But when you cross the line, I can guarantee you with every ounce of the blood in my body, I'm gonna cross that line on your motherfucking ass, boy. And that's the reason why I know I can't be a baby daddy. I can't do it because I'm, I'm not mature enough yet. And so that's the reason why I'm just just going to just just stay married, happily married. I, just, I can't because I can't I can't do I can't play baby daddy. I'm, I will be the worst. I will be the worst. I will be showing up at the house whenever I want to. I will be. Yes, I, 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 I just not. No, I can I can do it. So if you asking me, uh, nah, I can't do it. <laughs> Not at all. Can you want to? You don't know that, CB. It's, it's a difference if you and that woman ain't together no more now, and you and you actually moved on. You ain't gonna be just popping up. Mm -mm. My kids, my the only thing I care about. I'm 37, brother. Now maybe if I was 27, 22 might be different, but 37. Yeah, but I, the thing about it now, shit, if you ain't gonna be popping up at your, well, I want to see my kids. It's 10 o'clock at night. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, well, uh, well, thank God I'm not. <laughs> no kids need to be in the bed by that time. You know what I'm saying, bro? I'm not gonna go through it. So I, I just because I, I refuse hey, to go through. Hey, before we bring Cat in back in, let me say this: What's funny is is that it takes a level of maturity in everybody involved, believe it or not, because you can have the sit between the the mother 
um, the, the the mother boyfriend or new husband could be acting a fool, and then and then then you got to teach a, um you got to teach your kids also to respect the house and respect who their other you know, their mother significant other is. If you got some badass kids, they almost force the the, the dude. Because I know one thing, I'm a discipline. Now I don't believe once I got older, I didn't believe in hitting kids no more. My wife was even when I met my wife, she was even tripping like. You mean you talk to them? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I was like, baby, there ain't no reason to hit them. Like, in this day and age, we got to talk. We got to explain. We got to tell them why it's right. And then, back in the day when we got hit, it meant something. Nowadays, man, these kids don't get no beating on them and stuff. <clears throat> so, um, and I'm not talking about little ones when you got to spank their legs. I'm talking about, man, once a kid hit 8, 9, 10 years old, them whoopings don't mean nothing, man. you just abusing your kid. All right, Kevin. Okay, you want to finish this this question up? Then we're going to move on to the next one. Give your opinion. It was a couple of points that really stuck with me that what you, you know you guys are talking about. Um, I'm going to use myself as an example. My son and uh, his dad and I, we was you know great and we loved each other a lot. But now my son is almost 20. So at this point, you know, he's moved on. He's got a life. I've got a life. But one thing that we've always kept in common was children. He went on to have more children. And I always reached out to their moms. I always let them know as the first one, you know, like, hey, I'm a mom first before I'm anything. And so I thought about that as you guys were talking. And I realized the first point I want to make is about responsibility as a woman. Um, sometimes we perpetuate a problem by complaining about what this nigga ain't done to the man that we're with. And now he feels biased. So we're creating drama when really, you know, you just pissed about something and you're, you're venting and he doesn't understand that. So, you know, one thing I want to say as, you know, the mom and you're, you're sharing custody of children or the dad is that the, you don't want a bad mouth. You know, don't dishonor the family. You know what I mean? Like, there's a family honor. You, as Big Dog said, you are family now. So watch how you talk about that other parent in front of the child and in front of your spouse, your new mate, because they're following your lead. And if everything you say is negative and what this person isn't doing, they're going to defend you because they're with you. And that will leave a negative impact on the child because I, I'm a firm believer in language and the way we speak, the tone we use, our children pick up on that. And so if you speak on dad with negative and now her spouse is speaking with negative context, the child feels like they almost want to protect this person. So let's also remember my second point is remember the child. If you all are sharing custody of children and I mean, if you're a step parent, bringing in children or or a parent that has has you know sharing your child with a new spouse remember the child is the gift and if you're sharing your child with anybody that you love they're coming with love too if you are not okay being the mother or the father of this child and i'm saying that because i've talked to men that wanted to date me and they'll say something like well her mama won't let me see her and it's like wait a minute brother you know i'm a mom 
And that's a weak excuse for not seeing your kid, you know? Like, I wanna know that as a parent, you're doing everything you can because your child is the most important thing. And so my last little point is about, you know, uh, regardless of maturity, where you at, where you're, as a woman, because I can't speak as a man, I, I can only speak as a woman, as a woman, I think that you also let your baby daddy, baby mama, however the term is, if y'all not together, y'all not together. You can't fuck them on a Tuesday and be like, but we not together, and you have a child involved. Like, create a clear understanding of what's going on, because that's where most of the drama comes from. If you're completely broken off and you guys have moved on in two different directions, but this child is what's keeping you together, then you work with each other, just like you do co-workers at work. But if you all are still harboring feelings toward each other, you know me, I'm always going to refer a counselor. Talk to somebody about your repressed feelings about your baby daddy, baby mama, because it may not be the other person's fault. It may be your gift or something you didn't do. But... You're not alone, and I will touch on mental health. You're not alone. If you're a guy and you feel like this chick just moved on and now this new dude is getting haircuts and buying gym shoes and at the baseball game, like, I can understand that as a man. I, I, I've seen that look in a man's eyes of sadness because some other man is there. But, you know, if you, if you need help... As a dad, if you need help, if you don't know, you know, if you feel like this nigga just doing everything and you just don't know what to do, talk to somebody. And and it goes for women too. You know, I, I'm one of those women, if I if I date a man and he's got children, well, those are my children and I'm gonna do everything for them. And for some women that is intimidating. That is like, well, who is Mary Poppins? Where she come from? You know, I understand. But, you know, if, if somebody wants to show you to be a better parent, go for it. But you know, just a, a couple of points. Like, just don't dishonor the family because that is your baby daddy, you know? So if you're out representing your child and he correctly, your new mate will not only know how to communicate, he'll come in ready to communicate and your 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 baby daddy or whoever he is, he'll be ready to do the communication too. But it's all up to you, I think, as the woman to set the tone. All right, here's the second one. It's from Tay. How do you all feel about relationships with coworkers? Do they work? <laughs> it depends if you're still married or not. If you're married <laughs> and you got a relationship with uh, coworkers, they usually don't work. I'm not talking about myself. I'm just saying. Uh, you guys got anything on it? Bad idea. Bad idea. And why? Okay, that's easy. Why? Why? Why is it a bad idea? I mean, if okay, let me say, if it's a coworker that you work like right around or next to, bad idea. Now, if it's somebody who work up in the office and you work somewhere else in the building, that might be okay. But you, you, you mess around with somebody you right next to like that. First of all, y'all gonna get tired of each other for being right up on top of each other all day. That little lust period after two, three months, gonna you know that's gonna dissipate. Number two. Y'all go y'all own separate ways. I'd have seen it before. Ball gonna stop flirting and throwing that at somebody else right in front of you just to piss you off. Man, just and like in high school. It just, just like in high school. Seen it with my own eyes. So, you know, then you're gonna be sitting here like, man, this bitch, what the fuck? Yeah, don't, don't set yourself up for failure with that one, man. Just, just let it be. 
If you want to slam, slam. If you don't, don't. But you, yeah, you you really setting yourself up for for uh, frustrating situations if you guys work really close nearby each other. Just pay for the pussy, brother. Just pay for the pussy. Save yourself the headache. Pay for the pussy. Pay for the pussy. Pay for the relationship. Pay for the pussy. Big dog, you about to say something? No, I'm just gonna pick it back on what Seb was saying. You know, if you're working right beside them, bro, it's just a bad idea. Because if it ever goes sour, you still gotta see each other every day. So if you move on or she move on, for whatever reason, in the back of your mind, you're gonna feel like they doing some shit in your face. And it may not necessarily be the case. It's just the fact that they've moved on and you still there to see it. You Both of y'all gonna be fine. So, right. bad idea. Well, well I, don't think, I don't think it's necessarily wrong because they're the coworker. What I believe is, is that when you actually date a coworker, you're not really dating the real person that they are. You're, you're dating the work them. And the reason why it doesn't work out in, in the long run is because when you come to find out who they really are and that novelty wears off. So although I can agree with everybody else on the panel that said you might get tired of them and, and the stuff, you know, the backlash and all these other problems, I just think that, you know, the reason why we have, you know, over a 50% divorce rate isn't because we're bad in relationships or we can't be monogamous. I believe we choose poor mates from the gate. And I think that once you enter in a relationship with somebody, I think that you got to know who they are. Because I've seen actual um, successful um, co-worker relationships where they meet on a job, they get married and live happily ever after. But the large percentage of the time, you're absolutely right. It never works out. Because hey, Roland, those people yeah. make me sick too. Oh my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I get I get tired of them being together. Hey, so but you, I know they gotta be tired you know, of being together. You know what? You know what, Roland? I think that you bring when when you're dating somebody in the workplace. So I, I believe that you, you bring your, your personal life to work when exactly. you're when you're with them. So like it's hard to do, man. I dated somebody in the in the workplace and it's not the it's not the right thing to do because like you're you're no matter what your feelings are you're starting to look at that person a lot differently once you sleep with that person or or be intimate with that person a certain way you start to bring the outside into work where like when you're at work you know people see you nine to five or whatever hours you're at work and then you go and do what you got to do afterwards once you start to, to bring the outside life to work and, and all the things that you do outside to the job it becomes a different type of situation no doubt, no, no doubt. But what I'm and every time another guy come and talk to her, you looking at her sideways, like oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. But I'm yeah. saying before you even get to the before you even get to the dating part is what I'm saying. I'm saying we're even we're failing even entering into the relationship because generally how those type of relationships start is because you're coming out of or you're currently in another relationship and you're she's crying on your shoulder, you're crying on hers, and y'all you can't up. prove that. Man, I see. I seen it in front of my eyes. I see. I see. I see. Fl- I saw flings. I saw uh, mistresses. I saw side pieces. Man, it's crazy on the workplace, and I think that we're we're entering into things that we shouldn't even work at General Motors or something. Who <laughs> said <laughs> something, <laughs> something? Something close. We don't make cars. We make trains. <laughs> hey, let me give you a Joe Dirt answer. Uh, if you wanna, if you wanna be in a relationship with a coworker, that's fine. 
uh, just quit your job once you get into the relationship with her and then it should work. Agree? Yeah, I think so. I, no, no, because I think that you really don't know who she is from the gate. Watch, man, listen. You live off so her. Quit your job, live off her. But that's if the relationship lasts. You must around quit your job and then you realize you can't stand this half of them, what? Well, she can't stand you because you ain't got a job now. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> exactly. Free low ass motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> poor, poor, low ass motherfucker. Pay for the pussy. Pay, pay for, for the, the pussy. pussy. Okay, pussy. All right. I'm going to end this with the total opposite answer. And this answer will take 10 minutes. I was always told never eat where you shit. If you're working there, you're there to work. You're not there to make best friends. You're not there to, you know, socialize, fall in love. You're there to work. If you meet them outside of work, that's completely different. But if you're at work, you're at work. If you can't maintain maturity and remember you're at work and do your job like you're supposed to do, then you should not involve yourself with a coworker. Never eat where you should. Nah, I want to give a shout out to my boy Mylon for uh, going going on break and getting head in the bathroom at, at work. You the real MV, you the real MVP, brother. Hey man, you might need to edit that out. Bro. I'm not editing. He don't work there no more. <laughs> well, you so full of shit, I tell you. That's fucked up. That's- hey, hey. Pillow talking ass nigga. Listen, CB's 50 and 0 on dry snitching. Man. Yeah, he is. He undefeated. Oh, pillow talking ass motherfucker, man. He can't wait to lay his head down and start talking. First time. Put their arm on his shoulder so he can start talking. All right, that was Cat's Corner. If you got anything for Cat's Corner, email us inside the cave podcast at gmail.com for Cat's Corner. All right, now we're doing kill yourself and start over. See something effed up? Talk your shit. Kill yourself and start over on Inside the Cave. Now, the reason why we pushed it back later because kill yourself and start over has turned into Roland vs. Sid or Roland vs. Dog or just Roland vs. the Cave. So I figured we'd get out. Roland vs. the world. Right. So. The flat ass world. <laughs> world. World shaped like a fucking rectangle. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I figure we'll get all our stuff out, and maybe maybe by the time we get to kill yourself and start over, it won't turn into a, a 12-round knockout fight. All right, so who you got? No Joe this week, so who you got, Sid? Uh, my kill yourself and start over goes out to, first of all, Kevin Hart. Nice try, Kevin Hart. You a clown-ass nigga. Kill yourself and start over. Don't come on there with the, oh, I messed up. Uh... Uh, I need to work on myself. Come on, man. You like like dog said earlier. It's the difference between players and cheaters. You a cheater. You not a player. So you fessed up only because you was about to get caught. So I, you ain't getting no pat on the back from me. And number two, you don't go out and start airing out your business. It's like CB said a long time. Keep your motherfucking relationship off social media, and then in turn you can keep yourself off social media. Then keep some start over. Go out to mystical. This man going back to jail again for rape for a second time. Now, how yeah, stupid are you? Now, how, how, how you go to jail for like six or seven years for a sexual battery, and then when you get out not too long after, you go back to jail, got a $3 million bond, I think, wow. for rape. 
Come on, kill yourself and start over. Exact same situation he was in the first time. No, he got he andied up. I think he got kidnapping charge on this one. Damn. He, he, it's him. It's him and two other people. I think the other people may have got the kidnapping. But no, yeah, he got, bottom, the, he got the he, two. Bottom line, he got the kidnapping too. Said, and the, there was a female involved. Yeah. <laughs> come on, come on. He got Man, a so I'm so glad when we hung out with Mystical in Tampa in 2009 or 2010 that he he decided he's like, nah, I'm not gonna get in the car with you. I need my own car. Thank you, Mystical. Yeah, I thought you say I'm so glad Mystical didn't try to rape you. No, 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 no. He would have liked the, the, the girls we had with him. We had some thick, some thick ass girls with us. Toot that ass up, big fella. Say it, maybe he likes jail. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, maybe. Maybe you feel comfortable though. And see, you, you, and see, but you ain't dry snitching on yourself, are you? Yeah, he was a little bit. Yeah, okay. I'll just tell you. Oh, I, I ain't said nothing. Okay, I'll tell a you. A long time ago. I ain't gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, no, we're no next week. We on this motherfucker yeah, apologizing. Yeah, right. you know, this motherfucker. <laughs> I'm doing the Kevin Hart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know no, the goddamn. Hey, hey, this is doing the Kevin Hart. I don't even have a kid yourself, but I'm going to piggyback on what Sid said. You and Kevin Hart both on this motherfucker looking like Tiger Woods, goddammit. Who is you? Who? Me? I ain't did shit. You, you gonna be on there next week, ain't doing you know, shit. I'm talking about next week. I'm just putting it out there ahead of time. Yeah. And if we're gonna be able to sport coat on. Ain't saying you're gonna have the lip hanging. Yeah. <laughs> you had that lip. He gonna go get a haircut. Nigga ain't got no hair. Heard you got anybody? No, I'm good, man. All right, before we let, get to rolling, who's probably going to shake things up, I want to give Donald Trump a kill yourself and start over for this. Stop teasing Kim Jong-un, all right? If you're going to blow that motherfucker up, just do it. If I go, if I said, if I tell you every day when I see you, I'm going to slap the shit out of you. Every day, I'm gonna, when I see you, I'm going to slap the shit out of you. I'm going to slap, what you going to do to me when you see me? I'm going to slap the shit out your mom. I'm going to beat the brakes off your ass. Exactly. The one slap ain't going to do it. Trump is telling this man, I'm going to bomb you, blow you up, blow you up. He's been telling this man that since January. How many times is this man going to take these threats from you before he does it to you first? If you're going to blow the motherfucker up, you got the button, press it. Stop teasing this man. Jeez. Hey, Hey, man, you got to blame the media in general. But for uh, important shit, keep putting it in the paper. Serious man, like who, who in the hell gonna talk military uh, strategies on the news any motherfucking way? And That's on Twitter, bullshit reporting. And on Twitter, it's crazy, man. Too much social media. And my last kill yourself and start over goes to Tisha Campbell. <laughs> Tisha Campbell. Now on the on the '90s uh, hip hop award or what's his VH1 thing, whatever I heard about Martin Lawrence. They did a they did a. Uh, Presentation of Martin Lawrence and Tashina Arnold, Pam. Man, I don't hear nothing from dude. Hey, no, I'm gonna give it to Tisha Campbell, man, because she oh. she put she set tried to set Martin Lawrence up in the '90s, man, on, on some bogus charges, man. She know the reason why she got that job, you know. She, Martin wanted to fuck her. Matter of fact, Martin was fucking her, and you messed that up. You chose Dwayne Martin over Martin Lawrence. Here's what I understand about women now. 
I like to look at myself as as straight as they come. But I know as a, if I put myself in, in woman's shoes, I, I would know that Martin Lawrence or Dwayne Martin? Martin Lawrence or Dwayne Martin? You chose Dwayne Martin over Martin Lawrence? You chose the wrong Martin. And now, Martin don't even give you credit for the show. He gave Pam. Pam was second fiddle. He gave Pam the credit. You had one job, Tisha Campbell. Fuck Martin Lawrence. That's all you had to do. Keep fucking Martin Lawrence. All you had to do. And you messed that up. Kill yourself and start over. Pay for the pussy, pay for the pussy. Damn, CB, you, you, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, he's a fucking moron. He just, he, 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 he ain't doing number throwing rocks at the hornet's nest. That's it's the truth. Am I lying? You had one job. Martin wanted to sleep with you, and you chose Dwayne Martin. Like, Dwayne Martin, above the rim wasn't that good, man. I mean, it was a classic. It was a hood classic, but bad boys or above the rim? Martin or out all night? I mean, seriously. Pay for the pussy, pay for the pussy. Women? I'm gonna throw another. I'm gonna throw another twist in there. Didn't 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 Dwayne Martin? Who was his best friend? Will Smith. Mm. Talk about <laughs> it. Talk about it. Talk about it on the Cleese Report. All right, bro. Who you got? Some All right. I don't think there's gonna be no arguments on this one, man. But this is this is pretty serious to me. Um, young lady named Brooke. Skylar Richardson, 18 years old, charged with murder, murdering, burning, and burying her her infant child. The, she can kill herself and start. Don't even start over. Just kill yourself. She is. Um, she killed the baby. I think they think that the baby was born in May. They don't find the baby until July, middle of July. Here's, here's the kicker. Uh, this is happening in Ohio, somewhere in Ohio. Um, here's the kicker. Her, white privilege kicks in once again. And her lawyers say, despite what's happened, um, she's a good person. And she was granted bail for $50,000. Wow. They And wow. electronic house monitoring. She's on house arrest for killing her. Not just, see, here's the thing. Not just killing her baby, but killing her baby, burning the baby, and then burying the baby. They don't even know the sex of the baby. Cincinnati, Ohio. Dang. I don't even like hearing shit like that. Man. I don't even like hearing shit like that. And then my, my honorable mention goes to those, those uh, you know, and my, my language last week was deplorable. And I apologize to Big Dog and the listeners. Who he were, said deplorable. <laughs> deplorable, it was. I was worse than you said. I was worse than you. But, um... <clears throat> he said person said. <laughs> Damn. I was worse than said. But anyway, uh, these two ratchet-ass bitches out, out at the Naval <laughs> The first thing you do is start cursing again. I, I, that's what I said. I, I had to preface my comments with I'm apologizing for last week. And I'm apologizing in advance for what I'm about to say is that um, these two bitches out there in uh, out of the Naval Bay who call themselves to be nurses and posting on a they, they Snapchat about these infant babies, calling them little devils and playing hip hop music and making them dance to it. You know, like moving their bodies like a little 
uh, Pinocchio puppet and shit. And um, that, it went viral. And um, those bitches get some kill yourself since it starts over too. And uh, one thing that makes me sick to my stomach, man, I'm not really, I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I'm gonna be blunt and frank. I really don't give a fuck what white people hate. I really don't. I don't fuck with racism. It don't bother me. Let, let At least let the shit be open. I don't know if I could have survived back in the day, but at least you knew a white motherfucker hated you. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit don't bother me. Racism, that's you. You got a mental problem if you hate somebody because of their race. But man, leave the babies alone. And, and man, we got these people, the one broad tried to flush the, the, the baby down in Dairy Queen bathroom. They caught her ass. I'm just like, man, what is wrong with these these people? I don't want to just put it on women, and I don't want to just put it on white people, but those three cases, I believe, all was white. Man, this, this shit's just getting on my nerves, man. The babies are innocent. They're just innocent, man. And we can't, we can't keep allowing, you know, and what they're going to say for this young lady, they're going to say, oh, well, we don't, we don't want to ruin her life for one mistake. Just like Kat says last week, them little, them little badass kids trying to hang that little boy, um, that little half and half boy, they tried to hang him. That's a hate crime. How come y'all ain't charging them with a hate crime? The babies ain't done nothing. You want to hate my grown black ass because I look fly or you hate my dark skin or I somehow make you feel scared? Okay, I get it. But the babies ain't done nothing, man. Kill yourself and start over. All right. That was kill yourself and start over. I guess I'll see you next time. <laughs> Follow inside the cave on Instagram for more thought-provoking ignorance. We repost, you decide. Now you feel freer than you Let's take a trip to the south. Do, do, do hip hop. Down south. With Big Dog's country rap tune of the week. Repping the A, shawty. Check it, check it out. Inside the cave. I get the bag and flip it and tumble it. Straight out the lot, 300 cash. And the car came with a blunt in it. Little mama a thot, and she got ass. That she gon' fuck up a bag. Pull up to the spot, living too fast. Dropping the dip in the stash. In Italy, got too far and hoes, they DM me. Draw the top, when it's cold, but you feel the heat. Be real with me, keep it 100, just be real with me. Eat it up like it's a beast. Big dogs country rap with the weed. Big dogs country rap with the weed. It's your boy Big Dog, and I'm going inside the cave with Big Dog's country rap Inside the cave. Big Dog with the country rap tune. Turn it up. The Big Herd Sports Update with Charles Hurd on Inside the Cave. All right, we haven't done this in a while. Welcome back, Mr. Hurd, the Big Herd Sports Update. Say, you want to start? What's going on, guys? First of all, let me ask, how's everybody doing in fantasy football is playing? I'm terrible. I'm 2-0. Fuck you. And fuck you. Yeah, that shit rigged anyway. Yeah, I know. Anything rigged. If you went on and on about that bum-ass team you got. <laughs> fuck you. Garbage ass. Yeah, how did anybody let me get these guys? Look at my team. <laughs> Face ass out of here. <laughs> 
Hey, uh, her. Fucking proceed to get his ass beat. Her, what's the latest man in the NFL? What's the predictions for Week Three? So Week Three coming up, uh, of course, tomorrow night. Um, you have the Rams at 49ers. Um, I mean, when you look at both teams, I think that the Rams are going to win that game. I don't think anybody going to take the 49ers when it comes down to it. Um, then you start off Sunday. Um, you got an early game at 8.30 a.m. I believe it's because they're overseas, um, the Ravens and the Jaguars. Um, I thought the Jaguars were going to be the sleeper team this year. I didn't like how they lost uh, last week. But um, I'll tell you what, I think they lose this week. I think, yeah, I think that the Jaguars are going to play a little bit better, but I think the Ravens are going to take that game. Uh, the Broncos and the Bills are the new game to start off. Uh, the new games that you have, uh, I believe the Broncos are going to uh, take up the Bills, and, and I think they're going to beat them pretty bad. I think that's going to be a tighter game than you think. You think so? Broncos, Bills, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. I, I think, I think what time are they playing? They play that noon. They play oh that yeah, noon. that mountain time going over to that East Coast. Yeah, that's gonna be a, that. That first half gonna be ugly for the Broncos, especially after getting just getting done playing the Cowboys, and now they get ready to take on the Bills in Buffalo. They, they, I think they'll beat them, but I think it's gonna be a little better. I, I don't think it's gonna be a wash. I, I wouldn't be surprised one bit if the Bills beat them. Really? I, yeah, I've I seen that one to be the wider spread. Well, you I, don't I, need I, no, you don't need to adjust nothing to go get the quarterback, and that's where they're strong at right now, partner. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. That's very true. I, I, it'll be interesting to see that game. So I'll I'll put a star next to that one and, and take a better look at it. Uh, the next game, man, of course, the Bears and the Steelers. Um, I, I think for myself, I don't see the Bears having a chance against the Steelers team. Um, the week one, when I seen the Bears, I thought they gave it a good fight, and I thought they were going to be a better team than I thought they were going to be coming into the season preseason-wise. But this second game, after they went out and stunk it up like they did and the mistakes that they made, I don't see them getting better in one week and coming back and trying to beat a Steelers team. Um, even though the Steelers aren't who they used to be. Um, and they're not they good on the road. They're, yeah. not, they're not a good road team. You know, they're, they're not. But, but I think, but I think beat they're the able – Yeah, I think they're able to beat the Bears. So, um, just when it comes down to that. I don't think it's going to be a blowout, but I can see them beating them by two touchdowns um, on, on that game. Ooh. Uh, can, shoot, I borrow, can I borrow a hundred so I can put that on the game? <laughs> hundred. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm serious though. I mean, the Bears, of course, they're gonna try to. Uh, the defense for the Bears is 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 probably gonna. It's sad to say, probably gonna be their their um the star spot for the Bears. But everything else, I, I just don't know where it's coming from. The receivers dropping the balls. Um, special teams are, are not looking good either. Um, when you make a stupid mistake like you did last week. And anytime you turn the ball over four times, it's not, especially in an NFL game, it's not going to be likely that you're going to win uh, that ball game at all. So that's why I said I think that they're going to win by like 14 points when it comes down to it. Hmm. The next the next game, though, is, is, is a tough one for me to pick, um, even though the Saints aren't looking like they used to be. The Saints and the Panthers, man, um, Carolina's not even what they used to be to me. Either, but that's that's a that's a tough tough game when you got two great quarterbacks going up against each other. You really can't count neither one of them out. Um, what game being played? Um, I believe that game is going to be at Carolina. Oh yeah, Carolina um, going to beat them. Correct. Yeah, Carolina going to um, beat them. Yeah, so that's that's going to be a close one. But I, 
I'll, I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll be. I'll love to see what comes out, but I, I think for now, um, I'm gonna have to. I, I'm gonna have to go with the Saints for that one. Yeah, uh, it's Saints. You know, when Saints lead that dome, they ain't the same team, and they yeah. already not playing good. They already yeah, not good. Their defense is horrible, and they offense suck. But you know what? You got Drew Brees back there, man. You never know what he what was there back there for the first out. two games. Well, you want to hear an interesting stat I heard today? What's that? Since 2014, the Saints are one and eleven in the month of September. Wow, wow. Yeah, but they they playing Carolina. <laughs> they playing yeah. Carolina. <laughs> yeah, but at least Carolina record better than the Saints right now, and they playing better than the Saints even by playing as bad as they play. Yeah, they're playing pretty bad when it comes down to it. That's. Right. A, Cam just ain't making it happen. Like he, he's not making the big plays. He's not a dink and dunk type of quarterback. He's a home run hitter, and he's just not. I don't. I, I really haven't looked at their receivers. I don't know if they're not getting separation or what. But he they just, just not that good. You know that's what? The, they, it, the hits are come, the hits are catching up to him as well, though. Robert. Yeah. Remember, I was yeah. telling you guys about like how, how you know a big guy like himself. We, we all got surprised by how like how Big like Ben lasted as long as he did without uh, getting like a, a whole bunch of injuries. But we got to remember, man, like being a big guy and running a lot. Um, and then the last two seasons, you took you seen him take a lot of hits that the uh, the referees didn't call a lot of. Um, so I believe that's playing a big toll on him as well. They're trying yeah. to make him stay in the pocket a little bit more, but it's not. That's not the player he is. So when you're trying to change a guy that's been playing one way for 13, 14 years and then uh, try to tell him to change, it's, it's a little different. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm going to take the Saints on that one. We'll, we'll see what what the outcome be next week and, and, and we can yeah. save those. I'm going to take Carolina. I I think Carolina going to beat them at home. Carolina a pretty good home team and Saints suck on the road and their team suck this year. So I don't think it's going to be a blowout or nothing like that, but right. I, think, I think the Panthers going to beat them. I'd like to get you guys' thought on this next game, man. Uh, and it's a scary one, the Bucks versus the Vikings. Um, I know we've seen the Bears face the Bucks, but it, it was, this was that was no normal team. This Vikings team is a, it's a team that I think that is, is they got a good the, defense. Yeah, what they playing the at? Best defenses. They playing in Minnesota, uh, right? Playing Minnesota. Yeah, this could be in Minnesota. Wow. This go. Who's is is Bradford back? Um, I believe Bradford might play this game. I have to double check and look. It depends. If Bradford is back, I give Minnesota not by much, not by much. They beat them by they beat about a field goal or so, yeah. you know. But if they don't have Bradford, I, it's that really is that's a coin toss game. That really I is. Think, man. I think that's this is pickle. actually good. Yeah, this is going to be the most uh, close to me. This is going to be the closest game of the of the day. Yeah, that Minnesota defense is good. But I'm a, but think about this: if they don't have Bradford and they got Keenum back there, and and. And Tampa's defense is okay. You know, there's nothing to write home about. But if you got Keenum back there and he can't get the ball, he can't move the ball, get a lot of three and outs, that's going to wear that defense down by the third quarter. That's when they're going to start making plays. Tampa can by wearing that defense down just by sheer force of being on the field so much because your offense can't do anything. Yeah, absolutely. I think if Tampa doesn't make a run um, and, and kind of make the playoffs this year, it's going to be kind of tough. To see them in the future, kind of coming up and making it, but yeah, they spent it, a lot it's of money. a statement game for Tampa. Yeah, yeah, they spent a lot of money, so it's gonna be this this next game, man. I, I don't know who to pick for this next game. The Colts, the Browns, it's two, oh my god, two horrible teams going up against each other. Uh, <laughs> I don't think anybody's gonna really watch this game. But if, if I had to go, about a fucking I'd probably, puke fest. Yeah, I'm like, this is your toilet bowl game. 
I'll probably go for the uh, the Browns when you look at it. The Colts are not a team that that is anybody to write home about. And we talked about it for a lot of years how the coach just made it to the made it to the playoffs because you know yeah. the week the league was. I mean, the, well, the conference was horrible, but I don't think they're going to make the playoffs this year. Uh, I do like the, the Dolphins over the Jets um, coming up, and and then. The, the Patriots over the Texans, even though the Texans surprised me. Um, oh, what was it, two weeks ago or something like that? Well, I don't uh, know, man. I might, I might have to go with Texans on that one. Are you sure Why? about that? Why? They're playing in New England. Oh, then, no, never mind. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> They're playing in New England. So I don't think you're going to go up there and win a game when it comes up there. The Falcons, Lions, They, I think this is going to be a really good game, guys. Uh, the Falcons uh, aren't the team that everybody looked and thought that they were going to be in week one, week three coming up. I think they're going to start to get into their rhythm. They got to go up to Detroit. The Lions are playing pretty good. Um, but I, I think that the Falcons might come out and win that game. Um, it's almost like a surface like they have at home. Um, so it, oh, yeah. I, I believe that they'll come out and and, and put the, the Lions down. Uh, the Giants and Eagles. Eagles, of course, going to beat the Giants. They're playing in Philly as well. Giants uh, look bad, man. Yeah, Giants look horrible. Uh, Seattle and the Titans. Seattle goes to uh, Tennessee to play that team. I don't know. This might be a game that the Tennessee Titans might might fight hard and might pick up this game, man. Uh, that's going to be a good uh, game. I think that's going to be a really good game. I, I'm going to pick Tennessee on that one for upset against the, the Seattle Seahawks. I wouldn't. Um, I wouldn't consider that too much of an upset. Tennessee got a decent team, man. Yeah, they do. They do. But when you look at it, I mean, a lot of people are gonna pick uh, the Seattle Seahawks just because they think that they're a mirror of what they used to be a couple of years ago. But right, I think I think the Tennessee Titans are gonna pull that game out, and then I, I would be surprised one bit. Everybody, yeah. and, you know, Seattle, another team that's not the same when they lead the confines of uh, Seattle. Not so. And another thing is you're going to start to see a lot of those guys get away from Seattle after this. I think they're going to let a couple of their DBs go. And then Richard Sherman, and I, 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 don't, I can't remember how long his contract's for, but I think he's going to be another guy that they want to try to get out of there. Um, he's a very vocal guy, but watch for, for him to be in the move, if, if not this season, later, um, early next season, to be out of Seattle. But um, the next game, man, the Chiefs and the Chargers, this has always been, and I'm a Chargers fan, always been a tough game for mm-hmm. the Chargers. Um, but I, I believe uh, the Kansas City Chiefs will pull out this game. Well, they playing that. against the Chargers. They're going to play in L.A., excuse me. I, I said Uh-oh. San Diego Chargers, but yeah. uh, L.A. Chargers it is. And, I, and I, still go with, I still go with, with, with KC on this one, man. Yeah, I'm going to go Even with KC. Even I feel more comfortable if they was an arrowhead, but – I don't yeah. – that ain't really no home field advantage for the Chargers, man. It's I don't, not. It's it's not. don't think LA it's not. give a fuck about it. They don't. They don't. LA's not caring about any team that's there, and they're playing in a big old uh, stadium out there, so they call it Uh Bengals and Packers. Uh, the Bengals going up to the Packers and playing there. I think we all can pick the Packers on that. If anybody got any different, then let me know. But I believe the Packers are run away with that game. That's a 325 game, and they – the, the late game, uh, yes. the Redskins and Raiders at the that's Redskins. That's, that's a good, good game. That's be a good game. But I think the Raiders are going to go in there, man, and, and and show up and show out when it when it. You know that out. they know that West to East travel, man, is not yeah, good. It's, it's rough. It's rough. You, you're absolutely right. But but I think uh, the saving grace is that they play in late. 
Yeah, I, I do like that Raiders team, though. I, I liked them last year. I like them, too. I, I like them this year as well. Uh, and Washington ain't nothing to write home about. In the Monday night game, man, Cowboys-Cardinals, I, I could care less who yeah. I'm with the you Cardinals that. right now. Um, and the Cowboys are just, oh, my God. I don't know what to say about them. I thought, I think you're having the second year uh, look at, at uh, Prescott. And, and are we – he is who we said he is, so – I guess uh, I that's what you can say about them. What's wrong with this, dude? What you trying it's to say? Two, two early games. I, man, get your fake Cowboys fan head ass. I don't, I don't think here's the one thing. That, here's the one thing that everybody says about the NFL, um, and it's in a sense true. Um, people usually have a really good first season or first nine games, ten games, when teams don't have footage on you. Um, and he did. He had a great first season. Because, but one thing that you can't do in NFL is try to come out the second season and think it's going to be like the first season because now teams have footage on you. It's these guys' job to do nothing but watch film and study and see how they yeah, get you. You're just saying that because the Broncos, man. The Broncos, no, the best no, it's, no, it's the truth, man. I'm just saying, like it's yeah, that that's, bad. That's, that's that's what it is. But I just don't think I don't think he's going to be. He'll bounce back this As week. successful as he was last year. I think he's a great player. I, I just think that he's not going to do – I don't – the Cowboy Cowboy Nation is a, a, a tough tough fan base to play for, and I don't think people are going to be able to understand that. how he's not hitting the, hitting the same uh, accolades as he did last year. I think he'll be all right. They just didn't – they couldn't run the ball last week. Once they get that running game going, which I think will happen, once they get that running game going, everything else will fall into play. But the real story is Jason Witten. Now, that guy is still playing like he's a top tight end. Yeah, I mean, a tight end position is a position that you can play for a very long time. I think a lot of people seen, you know, likes like Tony Gonzalez and, and Antonio Gates do it for a long time. And these are a lot of basketball players that are coming over or people that are built like basketball players are coming over and playing football and doing it for a very long time. Um, I mean, what are you running? 15 yards down the field to take a, a pass, or you're not going too deep. You're not playing the wide receiver. Yeah, you're in the middle. Hey, you're in the middle of the field. Ask you guys, this question though, I want to ask you guys this. Question. Now, the other herd, Colin Cowherd, always says that wide receivers are just sports cars. They're not worth the money, and I never, I never agreed with that until I saw it last week. I gotta say something. You want to talk about, and I, and I like the Cowboys. Des Bryant is overrated, man. I, I don't yeah. think I don't think he's worth anything, man. Like seriously, I get like I, trade him. You mentioned well, you you mentioned that show. I I, I listen to uh, Fox One um, as well as other stations, but you know they Chris Carter broke him down really really well. His what first three or four years. Of the year. He was on fire, but right now he's lost a step and he doesn't run the route tree. So they pretty much every time he comes in, they know how to guard him. He really on like they tried to throw him like what seven straight fade patterns. Like yeah, I mean, <laughs> well you guys remember uh, you guys got to remember um, one person, Des Bryant. He's just like a he he's like a bigger Ocho Cinco. Um, the reason why Chad Chad Ocho Cinco. Ocho Cinco didn't last a long time in New England is because he's he doesn't know how to read a book. As, and what I mean by that is he, he doesn't know how to read the playbook. 
And he um, don't know how to read defenses. Yeah, it is known. It's known that Des Bryant does not know how to read the playbook. So when, when these guys go out and they freelance like they do, um, I mean, he's absolutely right. You're going to be a fire for a while, but once you know you lose your speed or you start to lose things, you, you your whole knowledge, the knowledge of the game, is where you you kind of ride on. That's how the these guys like Jerry Rice last a long time in the league. Hey, hey, they got smarter. What's Denver? What, who is the say it or heard? Who is Denver's uh, top-notch cute, uh, cornerback that was guarding uh, Dez last week? Keep the lead. Hugely. Now that's the one play Dak kept messing. Up. I'm like, why are you steady throwing to him? Don't even yeah. throw it. Yeah. And, and yeah. once you see that Dez can't do nothing with him, don't I wouldn't even look to him no more. You just I be think a- they. I think he was told to throw it to him. Man, because he didn't do that. He didn't do that last year. He called out Dez. He said, "Listen, I'm gonna throw it to the person who's open. You want the ball? Get open." Because Dez ain't Dez ain't worth it, man. I'm like. You couldn't you, you couldn't do nothing last week. He was the problem. But you gotta remember, you gotta remember too, CB. Look look who the owner is, right? The owner in the GM, and look who his baby is on that team. It's no more Tony Romo. Who's the baby of that team now? You think it's, it's, not, it's, it's not Prescott. Who about Des Bryant? Well, I would have said Elliott. I would have said no. Jason Witten or Elliott. No, no, yeah. <laughs> no, you guys still gotta remember. Look at all the stuff he did for Des Bryant. He did a just, lot. To still he be on that lot. team. He still got security for him? Personal security. Yeah, he still has personal security. He still has a person that actually follows him around. That's crazy. Um, That's and, a and make sure man. that he can go grown to man. the different meetings and different things. Um, he got him a personal car as well. So that way he when he catch. goes out, he can mm-hmm. – uh, he can. He, yeah. yeah. I mean, so if, 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 if the boss got rid of uh, T.O. the way he, he got rid of T.O. and T.O. was actually producing, man, get rid of Dez, man. Yeah. I, I I'm think telling the only you, I'm telling you guys, person that needs to be gone faster than him is Eli. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to tell you guys one other thing, too. If we see any DUIs this year in the NFL, these guys should be gone. I mean, because the Players Association this year has set up an account for every player, every player in the league, to have money for a personal car. Every player. This is the only time that they've done this. Um, because of the DUI count had got so high and, and everything. So there's no way in the world that these players should be able to get a DUI this year. Wow. All right, that was the Big Herd Sports Update. All right, no Joe this week, so uh, we ain't going to do the dirt sheets, man. I had one unless you guys want to hear one. I got a good one if you want to hear it. But other than that, we can end the show. All right, so uh, go to cavecrestshop.com. Get the new Save the Kittens shirt. We are doing that for Breast Cancer Month. 20% goes to the ACS. It will be on there when you go there this week. So go go there. And uh, you ain't got nothing else? Big Dog, go ahead and get us out of here. Hey, we want to thank y'all for tuning in. We'll catch y'all last next week. Thank you for listening to Inside the Cave. Inside the Cave now brings you the official store to get all things Cave Crush and Inside the Cave at CaveCrushShop.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Cave Crush and like our Facebook page, Cave Crush Shop.
Inside the cave. 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 You're on the number one show, Inside the Cave. Three Lee Films.